Hello and welcome to Ascent's podcast, Exploring Standards. My name is Jess and in this podcast, I will be talking to the experts in the consultancy industry. At Ascent, we pride ourselves on championing international standards. And in each episode of this podcast, I will be talking to expert consultants discussing standards, ISOs, consultancy and everything in between to bring you industry knowledge and updates. Welcome to another episode of Exploring Standards. I am Jess and I am the host of Exploring Standards and today I'm here with Jazz Taylor, the Head of Client Experience at Ascent. So she joined Ascent eight years ago as a business admin apprentice and which she won Apprentice of the Year. Once she completed her apprenticeship, she stayed on as office manager and in 2019, Jazz took on the role of Head of Client Services. Jazz, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Yourself? I'm good, thank you. Very good. Uh, so in today's episode, we are discussing common misconceptions about ISO certification. So we're going to jump straight right into the first question. Um, and can you tell us a bit about your role at Ascent? Of course. So um, I basically manage all of our clients at the moment. So I track their projects. I make sure that everything's going smoothly and the way it should. Everyone's happy. That be consultant-wise or client-wise. Um, I will book in dates for clients. I answer any questions if the consultant isn't available, so back office support. Um, I do quotes, contracts, and I'll probably be the person that answers your original inquiry as well. Fantastic. So lots going on there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Um, so we're going to get into the kind of the, what are the most common questions people ask when they come to you about ISO? The most common questions, they are normally they based around the same thing we've got cost how long is it going to take um can we do the certification as well and what input so basically with the cost the cost for each company and each standard it can vary due to a company size the complexity of the standard um because some people might go for like iso 9001 which is the more sort of core basic standard but then you have some more really complex standards that will obviously take longer um, so some people do see ISO just as a certificate that you can buy, but it's not the case. Um, some clients just jump straight into the full implementation and then get the certification. But there's other routes you can take. We can do like an initial gap analysis, which is obviously then less days and less cost. Sees where the company is and then you can do the full project from there. So then you get a bit of a better idea of where the company is and the cost going forward. So if anybody ever comes to me and says, what is the cost straight away? I, I can't unfortunately answer it. If you let me know the staff and location number and what standard, I can give you a ballpark figure. But once we've sort of had a chat between ourselves or with the consultant, I can give you an exact figure. Um, with how long it will take, <laughs> again, a, another question, sort of how long is a bit of string. Um, at a comfortable pace, we would normally say six to eight months. And that's from you inquiring to certification as well. So it can be done quicker, but then obviously it, it puts the company at a little bit more of a rush as well. The, um, the certification bodies, they require at least three months before they will certify. So at a rush, maybe four or five months, but comfortably six to eight. The other question, which I mentioned earlier, can we do the certification and the consultancy? No, we cannot do the certification only the consultancy side. So the gap analysis, the implementation of the standards, 
And um, with the certification side, you have to have an accredited certification body to provide the certificate. So once companies such as ourselves have been in and helped you reach the standard of your choice, they will then come in and solve, they externally audit what we internally help you put in place. So it's the same way the external bodies will not offer what we offer. So we sort of work together, um, but you can't do both because of conflict of interest. And then the last question really, which a lot of people ask is the input side of things. So how much input does the client need to give? During the implementation process, we do need to speak with certain people within the company. This is to sort of gather evidence, discuss the processes of the company. Um, it's also good to have one or two main points of contact in the company, just so our consultants got someone to talk to on their visits or if you do keep it remote. And um, since COVID, a lot of people have stayed remote, so we're happy to work that way as well. Um, but obviously, we will do as much as we physically can. We, we do pride ourselves on being a bit more of a hand-holding consultancy. Um, so as long as we've got someone within the company who has knowledge of what's what on the project itself, um, we handle all the complicated bits and we try and take as much of the burden away from the company as we can. Need help implementing a standard or maintaining a management system? Ascent Risk Management can support you throughout any stage of your project. The expert team delivers impartial consultancy and auditing services across multiple disciplines, including information security, cybersecurity, environmental sustainability, health and safety, quality management, and business improvement. More than just box ticking, their team works in collaboration with yours to build up bespoke management systems that return real business benefits. Find Ascent online at www.ascent1, which is A-S-S-E-N-T-1.com. So what are the biggest misconceptions about ISO? Um, I'd say one of the biggest misconceptions is it's not for a small business. Um, a lot of people do say they're not going to get ISO because there's only a few, a few people within the company. But... ISO is suitable for any size company. We have clients who have only got two members of staff. I think we've even got somebody who's just a one-man band. And then we've got clients that have got hundreds of staff. So basically having ISO, no matter what size business you are, it puts you one step ahead of your competitors. It shows you have a well-established management system and that all your processes are in place. Um, the only other misconception that I think of, I would say um, ISO certified management systems means that businesses have to work different. It's not the case. We make sure that your ISO system is condensed and easy to manage. It doesn't necessarily mean that company has to work different. It just makes sure that the policies and processes that you should really have in place anyway are in place and that the company as a whole is working to their best practices. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time to be on the podcast with me today. Um, if you did enjoy today's episode, uh, please make sure to uh, rate and subscribe uh, and give us a like. Thank you very much, Jazz. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Check out the show description for links for more information on all topics discussed in the episode. If you enjoyed listening, please make sure you subscribe to our podcast and make sure to leave us a review. If you need any help with implementing an ISO standard or have any questions, please reach out to Ascent Risk Management to talk to one of our expert consultants today. We can be found at www.ascent1.com. We're also on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. 
All links can also be found in the show description. This podcast was produced by Jessica Ingalls and is a Clemark Studios production.